0: hey hey beautiful human welcome to the soul revolution podcast your cosmic playground for mind body and beyond if you're ready for an epic journey of transformation and evolution you have come to the right place let me tell you this is not your average self-help show we are all about keeping it real relatable and a ton of fun get ready to be inspired by incredible stories that'll make your soul do a happy dance expert guidance that will light your path and discover a whole buffet of healing possibilities. Whether you're new to the mindfulness game or you're a seasoned spiritual explorer, we've got something for every human out there. So get comfy, hit that play button and let's dive into the soul revolution where healing meets happy and magic happens. This episode is near and dear to my heart because this is my best friend and we became best friends because of Core Wound Healing. So there's so much deliciousness in this episode that you're just going to want to hug the episode. (laughs) Raya Gonzalez is like, I mean, I don't even know what else to say about her. She is freaking amazing. She has one of the purest hearts of any human that I've ever met, literally in my whole entire life. And her journey of awakening to the higher self is so powerful, so incredible. And this episode is juicy, it's full of chisme, and if you don't know what that means, it's like Spanish for gossip. (laughs) So I cannot wait for you to experience this episode with us, because this one is a personal one. So let's get into it. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're here with the, I don't even know, like, first of all, it's my bestie, okay? It's my bestie, Raya Gonzalez, the one and only Raya motherfucking Gonzalez. I feel like this is like, this should be your whole name. Perhaps you should have this done legally, Raya motherfucking Gonzalez. Like maybe,
1: I mean, yeah, maybe it might. I mean, but right now it's silently, it's silently there. And sometimes it's very loud. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is.
0: Even it's loud in the silence. So welcome to Soul Revolution Podcast. I am honored and grateful to have you. I'm so excited for this episode, especially because perhaps it will be three hours long because that's what our phone calls turn into, but we never know. (laughs) But we are here on this particular episode, because in this season, we're talking all about awakening. And we've been through together, I would say multiple awakenings. And and a lot of it has come. First of all, we came together because of core wound healing. So we'll probably be talking a lot about that in in this episode. But let's get into it. Like, what yeah. was for you, if you can go back and remember your first awakening, where mm. that was, what sparked that, what happened and take us through that story.
1: Ah, that's such a, like, so I like leaned in and I did my sacral mm, because mm-hmm. I was like closing my eyes and thinking, I mean, there's so many, right. But there's yeah. this, this theme in my life of motherhood. And Mm -hmm. I always tell people like, don't tune out if you are not a mother for either reasons outside of your control or by decision, because we as women mother many things we bring to life and we create many, many things. So take that. This is not Mm -hmm. a like lip service thing. This is something that this is. For you specifically. So don't tune out if you're not like a biological yeah. mother.
0: Also, if you're not, if you're not a female like this, because there are a hundred percent also a hundred percent yes,
1: because we all embody feminine and masculine mm-hmm. energy. Right. Even if you men don't want to think you do. I mean, like, where right. do you think all your creativity <laughs> comes from? And then where do we as powerful women think that are, yeah. you know, it's this balance this yin and this yang. And so yeah. When I closed my eyes, when you asked me that question, the thing that immediately came to mind was this like moment where my whole universe mm. collided and exploded. And that was when they showed me my first child for the first time. Mm. And I thought to myself and actually teary and I were right, I I just got to chills. yeah. And I said, there's my heart outside of my chest, mm. like my heart. And it was the yeah. scariest, moment of my life because I thought if anyone ever wanted to hurt me, I can't protect myself from it anymore because this is my heart outside of my chest. But also it was this moment of, oh my God, like this is actually not, this life is not about me. Like this life is so much bigger than I thought it was both in a healthy and maybe in an immature, I was people, I was 20 years old, barely. Okay. Right. So like, and I did this shit on purpose because that was like, yeah, I can. Uh, yeah. Sure. How about me at 16?
0: Same thing. Like, right? yeah, let's do this. This is 100%. a brilliant decision. Yeah.
1: So great. But I mean, to be fair to us, even in all of our brokenness and all of our like craziness of being teen moms, I mean, our kids are so fucking brilliant. Like somehow, maybe in spite of us, in spite of Mm -hmm. us, maybe. And um, because of. Yes, yes. But yeah, that was like a huge awakening moment for me because I saw the world fundamentally so different. I felt Hmm. vulnerability on a level that I had never felt before. And you think you felt that, but uh -uh. Mm uh-uh. And so that, I think, translates then to all of these moments where my world is rocked maybe what Mm. feels like for the worse. Mm -hmm. and sometimes it is I mean honestly like I'm not a big silver cloud person I'm a realist and sometimes (laughs) shit just fucking sucks but like what do you do with that and that brings Uh. me to where I'm at right now which is like the newest iteration of awakening and embracing and embodying myself and I hate the Mm. word embodying (laughs) what I'm literally doing I'm literally connecting my head with my heart right now like and feeling my whole body. Like I will lay down and say, okay, what do I have in this moment? Mm -hmm. Okay. I have toes. I have a big toe. I have stubbed my big toe before my big toe has been numb. I've had surgery on my big toe. And that was weird. Like walking around without being able to feel that I can feel my big toe, like just random Mm -hmm. things like that. And Mm -hmm. then like, Mm -hmm. okay, I have pain in my hip right now, but I'm aware of that. I can feel that pain. And so this awakening is also scary and yeah. also life changing but i am alive mm. in a way that i have not been alive before and and i'm riding that scary and that awful and that wonderful you know journey right now yes. and thankfully i have badass people in the happier human community and i don't know what i did in any lifetime to deserve this amazing human that is in front of me um mm. There's a reason why people are drawn to Monique and it is because she does walk the walk and to, and also Monique, the vulnerability that I allow myself with you. I'm a really, really loud mouth ass person. There's, I can pretty much tell you every goddamn thing in my life. I mean, Corwin <laughs> healing will like cure you of that too, if you're shy, but I don't let everyone feel what those yeah. things do. And Monique has seen like the, it, awesome, the inside, the outside. And like, I just, there's no boundary and Mm -hmm. it feels really good because I don't have to be something that I am not. I can be awful. I can be divine. And Mm. that is something that is an awakening. Mm. Unlike anything in my whole life. Mm. Thank you baby Jesus for being in my forties. Like (laughs) I thought that was (laughs) so fucking old, but now I'm like, yes. forties.
0: Yeah. It's, it's an honor. Like it's truly an honor because I get the same experience with you. Right. Like, and that's the beauty of allowing ourselves to connect with people on deeper levels. The, the beauty of vulnerability when that's not what we're taught in the world. And, and that's not for everyone also, right? Like not everyone gets access to us In that way. And there is something really sacred about experiencing our awakenings and having sacred people, sacred souls around us that have been divinely given to us for that very reason. I truly believe that it's for that very reason that we get brought together with people to experience these awakenings, you know, whether it's with friends like this. Like, I mean, we're like literally soul connected or it's mentors or teachers, or you know, there's different people around us that will be in that experience with us. And I, I truly believe it's very divinely guided because it's not for everyone to be in that experience. We're sharing it now after the fact, but to be in the experience with, that's not for everyone. It's such a sacred space to be in. But you know what I thought talking about like the first awakening that you experienced when you became a mother and then where you're at now And what a difference it was. It's literally like what, what came to me was the polar opposite almost. So the first awakening was waking up to people outside of you, like a human outside and seeing that, like, it's literally like, Oh shit, this isn't about just me anymore. I mean, there's like, Oh, Oh what? There's a world around me. Oh, hi. (laughs) Hello. There's that like Massive awakening. And then 20 something years later, now you're on this the the flip side of it where it's awakening to self. Oh like my God, so much. Outside of us and then awakening to self. And that's it's it's a whole other journey on its own. It's almost like motherhood, but you're mothering yourself this time.
1: I could not have said it like you just like reached in and grabbed those words from my mouth because I literally feel that way. And I've never known how to bridge the gap. And I want to just encourage people who are listening and watching. Sometimes you have to be brought down to rock bottom. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to be brought down to rock bottom many, many, many times. And three months ago, I mean, really, this whole last year has been just an absolute dumpster fire. And (laughs) even though for those who are watching, where is it? I wrote a book, please buy it yeah. and review it. It's called as <laughs> Fuck, A No BS Tale of Screwing Up and Succeeding Anyways, which is exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I that was published with a publishing company within this last year. Oh, so yeah. yeah, I wrote this book, get it on Amazon or anywhere, but Barnes and Noble wherever, or just reach out to me. Yeah. You might get a surprise if you do that. But this, you know, in the midst of this beautiful, right, in the midst of this beautiful, a whole bunch behind the scenes was happening. And three months ago, it really came to a head where I really could not get through a single day without absolutely losing my fucking mind and Mm -hmm. just being in bed. And just so overwhelmed with emotion and then invalidating that emotion because it was controlling me and then seeing Mm -hmm. people get burned out by my emotion. Mm -hmm. And I just started to really disassociate from myself because I did not, it was a new level of self-hatred, you know, Mm -hmm. like, because I, I didn't have context for this overwhelm, you know, and it wasn't clear if it was like some people are professionally burned out. Some people are burned out in their relationship. Some people are burned out by being a parent. Some people mm-hmm. are burned out by their volunteer, you know, responsibilities. I was burned out being me, like literally being in this body felt I felt trapped and and just wanted to cry all the time. And so I reached out for help. I knew I didn't want to do core wound healing because I did not. I actually reached out for help professionally.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. I
1: thought, well, maybe I just yeah. need, maybe this is because my business is not going the way that I wanted to. And I need to go back to work. Right. And she was like, yeah, I can totally help you with that. But first... We're going to have to talk about regulating your nervous system (laughs) and you're going to have to heal a little bit. And I was like, God damn it. You know, (laughs) here we come back to the key of it all. But it was different and so complimentary and it was painful. And now it's just this thing where I'm dropping into it and I'm awakening by going to sleep. Like Um. meaning I can sit for an hour. I have ADHD people. Okay. I can't Mm. sit for an hour if my life depended on it. However, I have been training myself to sit and wait for my emotions to bubble up. Mm. And instead of doing And then they come and take me over. And this is a new type of awakening. This is a new type of empowerment. And it's quiet, but it is the most fucking powerful thing to Mm. reclaim my body for myself. And I used to always say, like, I know it here and I would point at my brain, but I don't know it here, like Mm -hmm. in my heart. Like, I hear what you're saying and it like makes so much sense. sense. Yeah. But I cannot feel what you're saying. Like there's no concept in the rest of my body. And so I'm literally like holding hands between my brain Mm. and my heart and saying, listen, we are one being right. And we are one being that is so much more than you think you are. And so it's a, it's a homecoming to my soul and it's fucking radical is what it is.
0: is. (laughs) And it's not easy, right? Like I don't, know if people realize, and this is, I've talked to a few other guests that have been on in this topic specifically. And I think that a lot of people don't realize that what they're going through is an awakening, right? Like yes. that it like, like exactly what you said, motherhood, becoming a mother for the first time, something really radical, a light, a radical life experience like that, giving us that new perspective on life, allowing the old beliefs sometimes to kind of shatter the old paradigms, the old ways that we did thing kind, kind of fall away. And we're like catapulted into this new reality. Like that is the awakening. And it's sometimes very painful. Like Yes. what you're doing right now, all of the work that you're doing, that you're actually having to sit in a, in very uncomfortable places with yourself in the quiet, in the allowing and not resisting, which we normally do. And I think the world conditions and trains us to do is be in the resistance and just keep pushing past and bypass a lot of the stuff, which is why we're so as a, as humans, so disconnected from our body and from feeling, But you meeting that resistance and then surrendering and allowing yourself to do it different is not comfortable. It's not easy. It's a commitment. But you're in each moment, every time you do it, you're waking up more and more and more and coming back home to your truest self, right? Like that's really what it is. Awakening isn't anything that's taking us out there, it's really coming back home to self.
1: No, yeah. And that's funny that you say that because I was just talking to my therapist because I go to therapy people. It's a thing. Do it. It's great if it's a line for you or whatever. But I was saying that. But I always thought that my higher self was this like ethereal, spiritual being that mm-hmm. I would never like, it's funny because it's called higher self, but I felt like it was something like not me. Like, like it was the yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I told her like the realization that for me every year is the newest iteration of my higher self. Yeah. And like I'm 44. So I am 43s motherfucking higher self. Oh my God. Hold on a second. What if, what if
0: like we brought that to a micro level and it was like every day Yes, I'm moving into my higher self. Like it's like every
1: day because then every year it's like, yes. So there's a meditation that I love and it's like meeting with your higher self. And he says like, this is a version of you that is further down the line mm. from, of where you want to go. And she's going to share things with you. And he goes, this could be you tomorrow. Totally. This could be you next week. This could be you in 30 years. Like you never know, but this person has something to share with you if you listen. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I was just like, wow, that's so big. And then my in core wound healing that we just did, this wound was like, it was gnarly, but it started in the weirdest way. It Mm -hmm. started around my birthday. Not literally. It started, it started about my birthday. Yeah. And then if you think about this in this context, fuck. Yeah. My birthday's coming up. I get a new higher self. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yes. Mm. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it's a cause for celebration. And the closer and closer I come to embracing that, that higher self is me. It is me because I look back and I can mourn all of the things that I did not know all of the ways that I, there were missed opportunities or the way I would love to love myself and love my babies. But I was only little, (laughs) you know, I was just a little kid myself trying to navigate. And this I'm sure happens with your oldest too, but I'm looking at my, my older two daughters are 24 and 22 at those ages at 22, I had two children under two and at 24, You know, I had two children under four. That wow. is the epitome of chaos. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> epitome of chaos. Also, not to mention that my husband is Latino. So that means that our house was full. Okay. Like, yeah. bu- oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So I'm managing, you know, a accelerating career. Right. I was in school because that was very important to me. I have these two littles. And my priorities were a little fucky. You know what I mean? Like I just didn't have the maturity. And so I see that and I'm like, God, I just want to like go back. I want to go back. I want to love my baby. I want to stop and get on the floor and play with them. Yeah. I want to get home and take a minute with each one and say, tell me about your day. Yeah. I want to love on them more. And so now it's like, is it too late? Uh-huh. You know, like, yeah. is it too uh-huh. late for that? And so I'm in this awakening of also the words that we use. And so I do try to, as As often as it feels authentic and I don't think they'll be annoyed by me, I try to communicate with my children and I will edit my, I will write what I feel, but then it's like egocentric. Like it's not that I want them to love me, but it's how they enrich my life. And Mm -hmm. I'm expressing gratitude for how they enrich my life. It's not about me, right? It's not about me. So then I go back and I say, I appreciate the woman you are. Mm -hmm. I admire your efforts in these areas, Mm -hmm. I get the greatest fucking joy out of watching you just like smash this world. Yeah. And because otherwise I would say, I wish I was like you. Yeah. I'm so proud that I get to be part of your life. Right. Like I, you know, like I know you did this in spite of me. It is not about me. I am awakening to me. Mm. It was never their job. Right. Like motherhood was never about them completing these holes and these wounds in my life. It was about bringing that life to the planet. And then it's my job to sit with that for myself and say, all of these things that happened, they happened to me. That is not me. Mm -hmm. And I need to speak to myself with that same love. And it's a very interesting place to be at. And it's also very painful.
0: It is. It is. And you know what came to me and I wrote a note down because as you were talking, I totally feel like or believe or think that we often have, and people have a fear of awakening because we know that with every awakening that we experience, we're really going into that higher self, right? Into that next level version of us, the whole coming back home to who we truly are. And we don't know what that looks like. We don't know what that feels like yet. We don't know how our our external world is going to shift and evolve and change. And the fear of the unknown of what that looks like, if I allow myself to to learn these lessons, if I allow myself to heal these wounds, if I allow myself to interact differently with my children than my ego wants me to, right? If I interact with them on a soul level and, and see what they're really here to show me, that's going to take us to that awakening, to that next, the awakening back to self, to who we truly are, what we're here to do. And that can be fucking scary because we also know that there is pain associated with that, right? Like there is
1: 100%. a pain
0: that's of having to release, release things, sometimes people, but also just the way we've done things all the time. That's comfortable. We don't like it, but we've done it this way for so long. Like, I don't know what my life Life is going to look like or evolve into if I let go of these certain ways that I've done things or the way that my ego has protected me or these ideologies that I've held on to. If I let go of all of that, because that's not truly who I am. What does that look like? That's fucking scary. And so sometimes we resist the awakening. We resist the healing because the healing always leads to the next awakening. We resist that because we know that there's going to be something, it's going to be uncomfortable, but we're going to get to the other side of something and we don't know what that looks like.
1: Well, I think if you take that to the next, welcome to Monique and Ice conversations, by the way, because it's just like <laughs> one thing. To, because if you let's like piggyback that, right? And say right now, it does not feel like you are enough, but you know what that feels like, right? And if you don't get in touch with the next version of you, then there's a possibility that that version could be enough. Mm. If you go there and you're still not enough, then that's like, you're really fucked, right? Mm. So it's better (laughs) to be in the pain that you know and feel not enough because you Mm. know what this feels like. But what if you take a chance on yourself and you get there and it's still not great? It's still painful. It's still this abysmal feeling of like emptiness. And, you know, when I started this round of healing, I, that was actually one of my, like, what is it called? Obstacles or objections is the word I'm looking for okay. was what if I do everything and it doesn't mm, work? Mm. I'm still like this. And I put my heart out there and I exposed myself to more unimaginable pain. God. I do all of that. Yeah. And I still feel like this. Yeah. I, I'm not sure I can handle it. At least I know what this is, except for I can't, I can't do this anymore. It hurts so bad. And I'm literally breaking down. Like my body is saying Mm -hmm. enough, Mm -hmm. enough. We've been doing this for so long, like stop moving, stop it. And it's literally stopping me Mm. and, and I cannot function, but I'm still resisting because I know what that feels like. Right. And what if I do the work and I'm still not enough? Mm-hmm and you know what I mean like I'm doing the work and and P.S. it's working like there's so many miracles that are (laughs) unfolding however like it's not a panacea right like I'm still who I am I still have the same challenges that I do I still have the imposter syndrome and the insecurities and the desire to be loved and people pleasing and like all those types of things I just have a different awareness of what's happening Mm -hmm. and and well, okay, so when I turned 40, I used to say I stopped giving a fuck, like mm. in terms of people pleasing. Like, right. I, and I just was like, no, just no. I'm like, I just was like, no, shut myself off to people. Yeah. And if you read the subtle art of giving a fuck, what I was doing was actually giving all the fucks. Mm. I was giving all my power to people. I was shutting them out because I'm saying, I care so much about what you're saying that it affects me so deeply that I have to Just actually shut, shut it you off. Out. Mm. And so that's something that was very eye opening because literally that's what I would say is like, Mm-mm. like I hit 40 and that's like, I'm done. Like I'm done caring about what you think. But really, what I was saying is, I care so much yeah. that I'm done feeling mm. that I care about what you're wow. saying. So I'm going to shut myself down yeah. because I can't process it anymore. So I'm going to be bitter and anger and let all these emotions that I've stuffed yeah. out because I'm now tapped out on the mm. vulnerability side of that. Wow. And so, yeah, that's a good like one to revisit when you're feeling really upset and you're like, fuck that person. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like That is literally you saying to your soul. I care so much about that person that I have to actively vocalize to myself. And for you sacral generators out there, (laughs) that's your body telling you something. I have to actively vocalize that I'm so upset by what they did or didn't do that I am going to actively shut myself off Mm. from myself not from you, because obviously mm-hmm. I'm letting you bother me, but I'm right. shutting down myself from myself. Right. And so awakening is this. I mean, if we think about it literally, like think about the sun coming up or if you're like me, it's 1 p.m. OK, like, right. like you're <laughs> and you're laying in bed still <laughs> like the the metaphorical sun is coming up and you don't have an alarm. Okay. And so you're still tired. You're still like, maybe you went to bed at 3 a.m. because you were watching too much TikTok because, you know, hashtag raisins. (laughs) I don't even know, but I I hear that people do that. almost
0: text you. I could not, I did not sleep at all last night. It was 2 a.m. And I I I almost text you. I I almost text you. And I was like, I know if I do, I'll never go to sleep. (laughs) I'll
1: never. Well, and you know, what's so funny is there were so many TikToks I wanted to send you, but I was like, no, I've already sent her like 20. (laughs) Like she's got to make it through that batch. I'll just save it. I'll just save it for later. But it is a love language. People get on, get on the train. Um, But. Yeah. I mean, an awakening is this like stretch and sometimes it's the fear like, oh shit, I didn't set the alarm. Mm. Right. I didn't do the thing to be present to the thing that I need to be present to the thing. Or even if you didn't need to set the alarm, it's that fear that you were supposed to, but it's actually Sunday, you know? Mm. And, and then it's this like you stretch, right? It's an involuntary motion that your body is doing. Maybe you yawn. You know, like your body is saying, like, okay, this is like a new day. Like, all right, that was a transition from the body being quiet for, you know, whatever, 52 minutes, because I never sleep to this like new day. And that is literally what it is like when you come into these different phases. It's slow, sometimes it's fearful, sometimes it's abrupt. Sometimes Mm. you set the alarm way the fuck too loud and it's on, wake me up before you go, go. Mm. And, (laughs) you know, and so then you, like, you just are disoriented, right? By this, you know, we don't always voluntarily go into awakening. No. You know, no. I mean, your transition and your conscious uncoupling was not something mm-hmm. that you thought no. was going to happen, but no. look at the pain and, but also the beauty totally. that has happened. Yeah, And I even said that to Monique yesterday, I was like, wow, like what an amazing and not in a sarcastic way, but like what a phenomenal amount of growth that has happened from something so painful. Yeah, because of the way you like allowed yourself to ride through the emotions of that, and share what you felt comfortable, and keep private what you felt comfortable doing. Like, it's just this up and down journey, and it's never going to be better. Like in the sense of what you think better is, it's just more awake. Yes, and
0: right, it never stops. Like that's the beautiful thing is like we can fight it and it gets even more painful. The more you resist yes. it, the more painful it is. Yes. Or we can understand that this is a part of life is the awakening Yes. and over and over again and allowing ourselves to come back home. And sometimes exactly like you said, it's in unexpected ways that causes us to instantly wake up like, oh shit, I need, oh shit, it's Monday, it's yes. not Sunday. Yes. Get up right now, I have podcasts. Yes. That was me this morning, actually. I I didn't set the alarm and I had a mastermind call at eight and I woke up at 730. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Sour I guess. <laughs>
1: That's how it rolls. That's life in our world. Like,
0: yep. That is exactly how it goes. And if we allow, if we lean into the allowing and the not resisting and moving with whatever the awakening is calling us to, which typically for me, it's been radical healing and undoing all of the patterns and all of the things that trauma wounds, all that stuff that was brought on undoing all of that is like every single time it, I am so much more awake and alive. And what's alive in me is different than what was alive in me before, right? Before, yes. the day before, perhaps the year before, whatever. But it's different and it allows me to show up differently in the world. It allows me to connect with people differently. All of it is Leading us back home to ourself, but back into who we really are, what we're called and created to do, what we're here to do with our time on this earth, and it's like for me, I feel like there's no option. Like a big part of my purpose is to be to continue moving in this awakening, continue to allow myself to wake up more and more and more, so that I can continue to serve more and more and more, right? Do the things that I'm called to do. It's that that doesn't mean it's easy.
1: <laughs> no, no. But it's also but, not all bad. Like I was just thinking no. when you were saying that, like I'm not a roller coaster fan, okay? Yeah. And but there is something that happens viscerally on a roller coaster that you don't experience anywhere else. At least not in a healthy way, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but but If you go on a roller coaster, let's say your friend like really convinces you to go on a roller coaster at the top, right at the top of whatever it is, there's this moment where you're like, oh, holy fuck. Like there's no turning back. There's no turning back. And my like, I'm never going to feel like I do in this Mm -hmm. moment. And what's about to happen? You know, it's big. That rush of emotion, that rush of feeling in your body. It's not like the fight or flight type thing, Mm -mm. maybe for some people but it's this new feeling. And then when you come out, you might pass out. Okay. Like you might pass out when that's <laughs> happening, but most people are laughing. They're yeah, laughing because it's like, oh my God, like that was nothing. Like I thought it was going to be, yeah. you were afraid your body felt in danger, like all these things, but really you were secured in. Mm-hmm. And when you were mm-hmm. done, you're just laughing. You're alive yeah. because you felt something so intensely.
0: You know what else I felt? Cause this is such a great analogy because I I just did this a month ago at Disney at California adventure. And I went on the Incredicoaster and I hadn't done it before. Cause in my age, I'm 45 now. Like, I don't know who were we when we were teenagers. teenager. I used to go to magic mountain and get on forget the things. It. And now I'm just like, fuck that shit. But Incredicoaster, I'm like, I can, this one I can do, even though it takes off at like 60 miles per hour. That's the, oh shit moment where I was like, oh fuck. But literally that's exactly how it feels going into healing, going into knowing that I'm going to awaken into higher self, next version, next piece of life that I'm supposed to experience, right. In a different viewpoint, knowing that, and I was sitting on there and here we go. And it, it was such a liberating feeling to do it, but you know, what else I felt aside from like the fun and the laughter was I felt very proud of myself. Yes. Yes, very proud of myself, and that's how it feels. Also, on the other side of awakening, on the other side, like for me again, healing is just such a. It's been such a catalyst for me in my awakening. But it's every time we are on the other side of it and I'm awake and on a new level and a new iteration of of Monique, it's this sense of pride that I did the thing that a lot of people are very scared to do, right? You keep doing the thing that people are very, that we're scared to do, but we do. Oh my God.
1: Every time yeah. all through the process, yeah. like over right. and over again, Yeah. but it opens. And I was going to say, if you're okay with it, I'm going to share a little bit of my last key for not my whole wound, yes. but I want to yes. like people to experience what this looks like. So when you go through this, it just opens this like portal to a new place in your soul. I, like I said, just, it's only been what, like a week or two since we did the core wound healing group. Yeah. A week and a half, yeah. You guys, I have like so many things i like i could not even fit in this podcast how many things like money coming in me having the confidence to let people go that were paying clients And I was like, I'm not serving you and you're not serving me like done, like just over and over and over again, just this affirmation that it's okay. Like I am safe. I am okay. But the part of this wound in particular, which I won't go into all of it, but was for me, the affirmation that numb is not better than pain. Because numb takes away the joy. You cannot Mm. feel the joy when you are numb. Mm. And so if you're not familiar with core wound healing, there are six keys. I'm going to do my little non-certified core wound healing Mm. thing here. Yes, please do. Please do my lunch. (laughs) You know, something just came up. What? What is it? (laughs) (laughs) Do not cut this because this is our real conversations.
0: (laughs) This is us all the time. Joy, back that ass up. Pump it up. Pump it up. Pain. Keep it going. Keep it going. Sunshine (laughs) and rain and
1: rain. (laughs) <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. Do not cut that. I'm so sorry. I, core yeah.
0: wound healing is six keys. Please mm, go You're not
1: yes. official <laughs> Okay. So core wound healing is sometimes it's, especially in the beginning, you don't know like how to even get started. And key one is literally identify the wound. Yeah, Like what are you going to work on? Little tip. It's never what you think. Like you can get started. It's going to take you on a whole <laughs> ass journey somewhere else. But you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. Key two is like, write the story as like as an angry journal entry. Yep. Write it out. Every detail, yes. everything that happened, how you felt, who interacted, how they made mm-hmm. you feel like all of that yep. kind of stuff. And then key three is to verbally share it mm-hmm. with somebody else. Yes. Live. Yes. Verbally yes. share it with someone else. And I'm like, can I just like record it and send it to you? And Monique is like, (laughs) Raya, God gave this to me. So we're Uh not like, nope. (laughs) Um, So then key four is both the most amazing and also sometimes really cruel key. And this last week was it, it really rocked me. I think I'm at this place where because I'm in my body right now, because I'm present the moment I'm, I, I went to this place that was really deep that I didn't even know. Right. And teary actually is, the person that was my partner in this. The and healing he's like, partner. That doesn't- yeah. yeah. He just, he's like, that doesn't even like sound like you. I'm like, cause it's yeah. not like, that's right. just like, what's it underneath. Mm-hmm. And so I could not do the other part of that, like for a week. And we were supposed mm-hmm. to do it the next, like that same day, like you're right, supposed to right. do it back to back, but I could not because it was so not me, but yeah. also so deeply me right. that I didn't know how to get past it. So when it finally came to me, which if you don't already, you should put something next to your bed that you can write with, because Mm -hmm. if you listen, even if you're not in healing or even like things will pop up, even Taylor Swift has her phone and her voice recorder because little noises and things will come to her while she's sleeping and she'll just roll over, grab her voice recorder, record it and go back to sleep. Okay, so be like T-Swifty people. okay, (laughs) (laughs) for healing. So I finally... I mean, I did so much meditation and prayer and everything. I just could not get past this. So frustrating. And then I was just obsessed with India, Ari, I am light. And like, it came to me and I couldn't stop listening to it. So that night I just put it on repeat Mm. and that's what I went to sleep to over and over and over again. Well, then of course I wake up at like 5am and it's playing on repeat Mm. Over and over and over again, and bam, I'm at the top of the wow. roller coaster. Okay. And then, like, this is what came out. So, I'm going to share this with you guys yeah. because this is what comes out when you really go deep and let all of it out. And key four Monique likes to use the analogy of the lies is like looking at the weeds, mm-hmm. and the truth is like plucking all the weeds. Because, how do you plant the next right. version of who you are in something full of weeds? You need yeah. to be aware. And so it's, I shared it in the happy human group. If you're not mm-hmm. in the happy human group, big plug, get your ass in there. I don't know what the yeah. hell you're doing. <laughs> and it's only just begun. Like yes. you'll see my ass in there. I'm not an admin. I don't get a commission people. This is not yeah. a, sponsored post, right. <laughs> All right. This is just my knowledge of what the fuck is about to happen with this podcast and this community. And if you're missing it, you're missing out. Like it's never too late. Okay. You can always make a different choice. Okay. It's always good to try, but, but seriously, there's magic happening already and about to happen. So, so I'm just going to share my key for it's not forever, but it says key for my truth with key emojis. Mm. Is that fancy? I wish my heart wasn't so topsy-turvy, but I'm also grateful for the intricate tuning of my soul through my path. With its precision, I can see more than others when it's dark. Being alive is joy and pain and happiness and waiting and also everything crashing in at the same time. Numb is heavy. Numb denies me the tingle of a first kiss, the crushing Uh heartbreak of taking a chance just to have it fail. And I am love. I receive love. I deserve love. I have massive chills right now, by the way. (laughs) And I wrote this a week ago. (laughs) Love comes to me. It's the tiny section of brown hair that falls across my child's face when they sleep. I see the baby, the adolescent, the adult, the sage they will become. They are love and they came to me. Love finds the rush of relief when forgiveness settles after an argument. It sits with me in the tense silence of the awkward transition between anger and okay. Love throws her head back and laughs until tears roll down her cheeks when forgiveness gives way to ease and happiness again. Love holds my hand as it rests on my chest in the darkness. Shh, shh. Is love rocking me to sleep or is my delicate heart reminding me that nothing bad could beat so innocently? I am alive and it is good. I feel things deeply and that's a beautiful gift, a special gift that not everyone has. I am not a generational curse. I am the breaker of chains. I am not what happened to me before in this lifetime. Those things happened to me. That's not okay, but I am okay. A seasoned traveler carries only the essentials, passion, vision, awareness, tenderness, forgiveness, and love that refreshes over and over from within. And I am light I am light. I am light. I am light. I am divinity. I am divinity defined. And I sat with that. I had to read it like four times. Still, almost every day, I have to read it because this was given to me and it's become a metric in this last week. This is why I've let people go is like, does this feel heavy? Mm. Okay. It doesn't align. I am light. That feels heavy. And it's not a giving up, which is where I've been in the past. It's not Mm -hmm. a giving up or giving in. It is an awareness, an awakening mm-hmm. of who I am, yes. and also this sensation inside of me, in my body, in my heart, in my soul, of saying, "Ooh, that's heavy. That's yeah. a little icky over there. I don't." Mm. Or I see that that has the potential to be heavy. Yeah, that doesn't. I I'm a, I am I'm a seasoned traveler that carries light, and I I don't got room in my fanny pack yeah. for that. So like, it's
0: the embodiment of who you yeah. are, of the truth yes. of who you are, and if that doesn't. Match up if that doesn't align, it's not welcome on the journey, right? Like, yes, thank you, and we're done here because we have a like, we are you are light. Everything that you read in that, it's like, I could, it's that is me, that is someone listening to this. Like, we are all light here incarnate, <laughs> like. In a human, we are light in a human skin that's carrying that. And that is, I truly believe, like, I knew that this wound was going to be huge for you because I knew that this was like the God wound and the God wound is the, the light in you, right? It's the light in us and it's coming coming back to a remembering and awakening of the vastness of what that means and the responsibility that comes along with that also, right? Like that is something so big and so pure and so beautiful. And it is so precious that it, it is a great metric of like, no, this is so precious in me. I am the light and I can't let that light purity is a big driver for me and i don't want that tainted right like we it's it's that's not welcome if it's heavy it's not a match for this light that is now the North star, what I know that I am all that is encompassed in all of this. It's so beautiful. And I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew that this was going to be so, so, so big for you. And it already is, but it's big for all of us that get to experience it through you. Like just listening to this is it's for me, your medicine for you and this and healing this wound has been medicine for me too.
1: And I think if we don't feel that way, number one, you're normal. Like, I don't think we come into (laughs) this, like what I'm learning and embracing for myself is that, you know, we come in with lessons to learn and it's this journey and I'm not there. Like, I'm not going to claim that I'm there, but like, it's this journey of uncovering and getting back to this. Mm -hmm. Um, Like coming home to that. And so if you don't feel like that, you're in the right place. Like you can feel 1% happier as Monique says, what would that feel like if you had one corner? And right now, you know, like I am my own religion, like, sorry, sacrilege people, but like, I am, I am like, I am like really embracing what God and the universe and this journey is for me. And I feel very in touch with that. I don't feel aligned with organized religion right now. And that's okay. But there was something that sort of in my 30s, I went back to church. And what helped me get there was this understanding in this church in particular, that you don't have to give everything to God. They were like, and they literally said, what if you just gave 1%. Really? What if you just broke off one little corner of your heart, and you said, "God, I'm going to give you this wow. one little corner. Yeah. That's all yeah. I can trust you with. Yeah. Is this one little corner that I'm going to go ahead and put that in your hands? Mm-hmm. But you don't get it all. Mm-hmm. And then that made sense to me. Like I could surrender one yeah. percent. Sure. I mean, right. I hate it anyways. I don't want it. Right. Like, right. You know, you can have <laughs> you can have my scraps. Like whatever. And then let's see how that feels. And then I was like, Oh, I feel one percent lighter. Okay. Okay, what would it yeah. do if I gave you 3%? Are you going to yeah. match that spiritual 401k? Right. Let's see. You right. know like <laughs> Oh my god, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> and so, it was this rapid like yeah. reconnection that I didn't think was possible. And I think what what has also really come to like a, a deep understanding for me is there's this Uh, I'll have to try to find the link, but I love David G on insight timer Mm -hmm. and there is this, this, what is it called? Meditation. And he yeah. goes through this whole process where he says, you know, lay down. And he's like, now I want you to imagine that your clothes fall off. And I'm like, where the hell is this meditation going? <laughs> All right. What the fuck? Insight timer. <laughs> and he goes, now I want you to imagine that your skin falls off. Mm. And then he like walks you through. He's like, now like your, you know, your muscles fall off the bone and mm-hmm. you're laying in your skeleton mm-hmm. and your wow. organs float away. And your bones, you know, disintegrate into dust. And he walks you through this whole thing. And he says, your your role, the first thing he says is all of your roles strip away. You are Mm. not a mother. You're not an entrepreneur. You are not a friend. You are not a sister. You are not a daughter. You are not anything. You're not a healer. You're not like, you're not like, you're not those roles that you assign to yourself. That is not who you are. Those are arbitrary roles that are assigned to you or that you have assigned to yourself. Right. And then he goes all the way through until you are a sentient ball of light mm-hmm. and you are the universe and the universe is you and we are all connected as sentient yeah. balls of light. And it was just this really interesting perspective and I've tried to when I get like loopy in my emotions like but I'm not that role like I'm making mm-hmm. myself that role right. so if I take that role away what do I really feel in this moment mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. am I aligning with what am I allowing mm-hmm. and and then just sometimes just sitting with that what would happen if like motherhood flew away and then that's like yeah. well ouch that's something that is like so core to who I am what if yeah. being a wife of 25 years flew away that's a pretty big right you know chunk of my life here you know yeah. what if you know being a sister flew away what if being Monique's bestie like of all yeah. the besties I'm her favorite bestie sorry sorry besties mm-hmm. but that's yeah. the truth like just the way <laughs> it goes <laughs> like, you know only there there can be only one just <laughs> kidding you all bring something different to her life <laughs> Oh God. But like, if you, like, if you sit with that and you say, what is possible? Because I think we struggle and that's like really the pain, right? Is like, what if there's nothing and the
0: fear, what if I,
1: what if there isn't a ball of light? What if there is? And I think in my book, I even said that like inside my heart, there's only soot and ash. Mm. That's, that's what I felt like. It was something Mm. that someone lit a flame to and it burned out. And I was only 18. Yeah. So how
0: beautiful, like, because you've allowed yourself to go on this journey of healing, of awakening, of really stepping into let's see what's on the other side of this, that you've gone now from this soot and ash inside to knowing that you're light. Like, I'm
1: not just light people, I'm on fucking fire.
0: Hold on. You're not just light. You're the whole motherfucking disco ball.
1: <laughs> I am. I am. PS, if you need that playlist, it's on Spotify. I will send it to you. <laughs> I made it for Monique because she needed to be a disco ball that day and she yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. But then I'm we, like, you know what? I'm claiming that shit for myself.
0: Yes, we yes, we're all the fucking disco ball. We got to just remember mm-hmm. it.
1: Got to remember it. Yes.
0: Oh, well, this yes. has been just, we could go on forever, honestly. We could, we could. really, uh, truly. We'll be taking requests. But it's been a very, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you need the playlist. We've got one we need the playlist. If you need the playlist,
0: if you need a meditation, what else do you need? We've got you. But I also want to let people know how they can connect with you. If you yeah. have any resources that you want to leave with them to connect with in their own journey of awakening and healing and remembering yes. their light. So how can everyone find you and connect with you? We'll also put all your links in in the yes. notes in the description in the show notes also.
1: Yeah, well I am returning to social media after a break like breakdown slash hiatus. Like, a hiatus. Fat, like a, an unplanned hiatus. <laughs> Of seven months, <laughs> so yeah. Please connect with me on all the socials. An untraditional way that I'll just put a little plug because I've really embraced yeah. this for myself too is that I help business owners find virtual assistants in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And I won't go into all of that. Although if that's something that you have been called to or are interested in, please do reach me on that, and Monique will put my website. Yeah. But the the theme there is we are not built to do this alone in business in life, and so all of the things that I do, all of my brands, all of my professional ventures are around connection and community. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so if you're in business and you're doing it alone, you're doing it wrong because you are gifted and meant to bring something to the world and that is not pushing paper. Okay. Or doing Mm -hmm. the things that you can do, but you're not uniquely gifted to do. So call me, let's talk about that. Um, and then I think the core essence of what we are talking about in all of this is not only is it okay to and is it life giving, but it is absolutely essential to ask for help. Yes. You must mm-hmm. ask for help, be it a mentor, a friend, a family member, a church leader. volunteer situation, a Google search, like Mm -hmm. whatever it is, you must ask for help. We are not meant to exist alone. And so with my, my business is called link consulting solutions. And so that's helping business owners connect with, female entrepreneurial freelance Mm -hmm. VAs in the Philippines. On my personal brand side, I do what's called Rebel Roadmap, which is Mm -hmm. helping usually professionals or ambitious minded women Mm -hmm. map out what the fuck success looks like for them. Yes. What does work-life balance look like for them? Not what society says, because for me, it looks like working on Sunday. Okay. I love it. That's me. Yes. Right. Yes. But um, and then making actionable, yeah, making an actionable plan where I walk with them during that period of time. I research for them, and you know what? I'm a nerd. I love that shit. Like, mm, give me all the like research. And you're so
0: good at it too. Like seriously, you are so fucking good at that whole aspect because Raya helps me with this also. So that's what's so beautiful about this is I get that I, I can, You need to know how it goes, ask me. I'll give you a testimonial (laughs) because it's so fucking good. Like she's so good at re like tell her what your vision is for your business, for how you desire to serve the world, for your purpose, working, getting that going. And she truly, not only the roadmap part, I think that's great. Like putting the plan together, but what your, your real true gift is, is speaking life into the vision and into the person. But you see it from the zoomed out perspective, I like do. literally you key for truth, your key for truth. That's you, right? So again, yeah. for those of you who haven't done core wound healing. You'll know it when you do it, when you get to the key for truth side with God speaking into you. Basically, Raya is like God's mouthpiece speaking into you as an entrepreneur, business owner, taking your your purpose into the world. Like She brings the fucking fire straight from God, straight to you. And it's like, literally so powerful and so beautiful and so amazing. It's a blessing to have that because most business consultants or coaches or mentors or whatever, you don't get that. You it's like you get either or, right? You get the spiritual coach or mentor or whatever that's like doing that, but then you also need somebody who has like the strategy and the tools and the resources and the connections, like you're like all of that together and that's what is so beautiful about working with you on that aspect and Thank you. I can't wait to see so it's so lovely.
1: Yeah. So, so we'll good. we'll give all the links. I also am my podcast drops nine nine, and it is also mm-hmm. a revolution because I am all about awakening. I'm rebooting my um previous podcast, which was the client experience revolution, and it is now called the Rebel Up Revolution. So instead of leveling mm-hmm. up, we're gonna rebel up. Yes. Um, and it's gonna be juicy and awesome and really just celebrating how we can break out of societal norms in yeah. business and life and as people and embracing the Mm -hmm. fact that we are humans first. Yeah, And so, yeah, there's a thousand ways that you can work with me and, or just connect with me because I just love people. Yes. Yes. And there is so many juicy, good things coming. So get up <laughs> in my atmosphere because whew, it's juicy. It's like fiery. And I'm, I'm paving the way for that by allowing yes. myself this patient process right now, because yeah. I'm bringing it. That disco ball is going to blind you, but I will give you the most badass Gucci sunglasses to like <laughs> hang with me. It's fine because you're going to need them for your disco balls too. And then they're going to reflect percent. on each other. So yeah, yeah
0: it's going to be so good. Oh, I love you so much. I'm I so love to do this life with you. And we get to do stuff like this together and have all the fun and sing all the songs and do all. I'm just, I love, I fucking love you. And I love this. life. I love you and too. I love, okay. All right. We'll see you. Oh, I'll just talk to you after this, but I'll see you soon. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.
0: Friend, thanks so much for joining us for this episode. We hope your soul was stirred and your human has been inspired. Now, the magic doesn't stop here. We would love to have you with us over in our Happy Human community on Facebook, where you can connect more with our guests, get access to free tools and resources, and best of all, be immersed in a really rad community that will continue to support you on your journey. Simply search Facebook for Happy Human Community. That's human spelled H Y O U M A N and we will see you on the inside. Now, if you're hungry for even deeper transformation, please visit happyhuman.com. That's H-A-P-P-Y-H-Y-O-U-M-A-N.com and sign up for our next Core Wound Healing Group session. This is our pay what you can offering to the world because we truly believe that healing should be accessible to every human. Remember, your presence helps the world shine even brighter. So keep seeking healing, keep spreading the love, And keep embracing the happy human within you because that is the key to your soul revolution.